two people went to the same university, had the same classes, but some will have a lot of opportunities after, some will have none because this one has a huge network. The other one has no network. Uh, so it's the network, it's the exposure, it, uh, the things that you do in parallel and how you develop your, yourself, what things you learn, what things you learn, what uh, still, uh, soft skills you develop during all of this time. So how, how you develop your entrepreneurial mindset. So we're working a lot with students and with engineers, how they are developing their uh, entrepreneurial mindset, even though they, not everyone will end up being an entrepreneur. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Today, I'm going to be talking to Rabia Zayud, an entrepreneur, lecturer, and community leader. Zayud started his first business when he was 20 years old and has since been involved in the Israeli startup ecosystem. He has served as the vice president for the MENA region at Voiceit, was the Mass Challenge finalist in 2014, and he co-founded Hasub, a nonprofit grassroots movement that turns to be one of the leading organizations that promotes tech and entrepreneurship in Arab society. He is currently the CEO of Hasub. We, this show really is about why do people do what they do, and, and um, every once in a while I meet somebody who's literally working on something that is so life-changing and impactful, not just for, for people, but for a community of people. And, uh, and I can't help but, but uh, put you in that, in, that, in that classification because of the incredible work that you're doing with Hasub and you're looking at, at the grassroots movement, looking at the Arab tech entrepreneurs and the ecosystem. Uh, really, really um, inspiring work, having been following it for, for years myself. But, but I'm hopeful that in these 20 minutes, we're able to shine a little bit of light into your own journey. What do you care about? What excites you? What motivates you? And what you've done until now with Hasub and the, and the vision that you have for the future of, of uh, the sector. So again, Rabia, thank you very, very much for being here. Thank you so much. And happy to be here and to share like a bit about why I'm doing what I'm doing and we are doing what we are doing today. I'm not alone. So I'm part of a bigger group uh, and why it's important. And it's so important. Awesome. Well, Rabia, take me away for a second, back to your own upbringing. Where, where do you grow up? How, how does this issue even become top of mind for you? So I born and raised in Shafamer. I am an oldest brother of five siblings uh, for uh, an amazing mom and dad who, had, who, who didn't have the chance to complete their high studies. So they drop off like in high school. Uh, and even before, I think, uh, and they invested in us, in, in, in us so much. And they said, okay, we didn't have the chance. So you are going to have this chance and you are going to the academia and to, to learn and to build a, a better future for yourself. So, and things started, uh, I, I like, I have an, uh, a lecture that I always give about stepping out of your comfort zone. 
So I remember stepping out of my comfort zone when I was a kid, a very little kid, when I went to play football in Maccabi Haifa. <laughs> uh, so I used to be a midfielder. Uh, and then, and then it was, I was the only Arab there. I was the only Arab in the team. I remember myself. And then, uh, okay, I, I, today you can tell that I'm not a successful uh, football player, but this stepping out of my comfort zone while being a kid teach me a lot of how to go out and to explore and push your talent to the boundaries. So in high school, I went to study in Haifa. I was in, I told you I was born in Chafamer. So I started taking the bath more than one hour uh, two hours a day just to go and wow. do the high, the high schools in Haifa. And also this experience, kind of experiencing university when you are in high school, traveling every day, meeting people from all around the country. It was a very unique school in Haifa called the Arab Orthodox College. And uh, when I finished when I finished high school, uh, I from one hand, I had, like I told you, we are five siblings. So I have, my my youngest siblings, Amal and Ahmad, they born with uh, with cerebral palsy. So I had a lot of uh, connection to do something for them and do something for people with disabilities. So I started thinking about how can I uh, learn, study something that work with people with disabilities. So. After 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 high school, I registered to study physical therapy. But from the other hand, like from the other hand, I had a lot of passion to business and to do things, like to not business, but to start things, to fix things. So I saw that there's a lot of pupils that coming from tough background, tough like economic and social background, who cannot bridge the gaps that they have in their school and their classes. So I, I built like, you know, I was 20. I started my first business. It was called Our Future, Mustafbalna uh, in Arabic. And so I can give a platform for pupils who don't have the support at all to get the support from, uh, you know, teachers after school hours so they can wow. have someone to help them with their, with their classes. Then at the same, the same year, I started to study physical therapy at Tel Aviv University. And then... Mm -hmm. While being there, like studying physical therapy and running a business, the year after I started, the, I saw like I had a, I had scholarship and I had to, like to spend 60 hours volunteering uh, in some place. So I went through the places and they say, I saw there Tel Aviv University Entrepreneurship Center. I said, okay, perfect. Interesting. Uh, it, it, so it was, yeah, the mood, like the word entrepreneurship was so, uh, Something like that I didn't know. So uh, your whole journey for entrepreneurship actually started because of the volunteering that you needed to do for your physio physical therapist scholarship to Tel Aviv University. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So it's pretty cool. So yeah. So I went there, and I remember uh, like I went to this entrepreneurship center like to meet with the CEO Oren Semanian, and Oren told me, "Ravia, you will get out for here with something. Trust me." And I really liked it. Like I really start liking the, what the, the vibes there, the things that have been done. And, and often like, you know, you're like you get, go into, into a place and open like a whole new world for you. So I didn't know nothing about all these startups, fundraising, exit, all these kinds of things. And like, uh, it's happening here. Like it's one hour away from what, where, I, where I used to live. 
And I don't know nothing about it. I know a lot of talented people that I know know nothing about it. And every, so I started going to a lot of events and started to organize some events. And every time I went there, I, I was the only Arab in the room. So a year after I got accepted to a fellowship uh, about economic empowerment through entrepreneurship in Michigan University in, uh, in Michigan. And I spent one month there with people from all the MENA region. And also I met there an amazing entrepreneur uh, called Danny Weisberg. Uh, he used to like, he was developing his, in the first days of developing his startup called Voiceit, a voice-to-voice mm-hmm. translation. Uh, it was the, ver- the first voice-to-voice translation uh, uh, solution for people with disability. So after coming back from the state, he invited me over to come and work with him a little bit on his startup. And then... I joined the startup as like uh, in the department of the business development. A year after we got accepted to Mass Challenge Boston. So I worked a lot with the, with the, with the voice set on many aspects in the business development, like uh, conferences, collaborations, partnerships with schools, with companies, with different stakeholders. And then in Mass Challenge, I worked also with fundraising and many, many components and, and still all this was it was student, like in Tel Aviv University. It's what between, you know, while, while studying, so doing all this thing. And then uh, the highlight was when I was, uh, like when I had to pitch the company in the Wall Street Journal uh, conference in LA. And Danny also, like in the same day, we had two conferences. So Danny went to a conference, I went to another conference. And we won in this conference that I went to, to the Wall Street Journal, we won like our first place. And hmm. there was a huge, a huge like PR on the Wall Street Journal and uh, a lot of wow. buzz. So coming back from uh, this experience in, uh, in the States, in, in Boston and then in LA and like coming back to Tel Aviv and I was about to finish my, my, my degree, but I couldn't help like seeing all the amazing things happening around me in the ecosystem in Tel Aviv and also the experiences that they have abroad. And looking about the community I'm coming from, I say, okay, like we are 21% in this, uh, in the country, right. but we, each time I go to a place, I'm the only Arab in the room. And looking at the numbers, we are still today, like 2022, we are maybe 2.5% 2, 2, 2. in the ecosystem. I wow. think, I'm sure that we have much, much more potential to be, uh, to fulfill in the, in the high tech and entrepreneurship ecosystem. But the fact that many people are not aware, sure. many, many people are not connected to the right places. They didn't have someone to direct them to the place where they can, where, where they can prosper and fulfill their potential. So we, uh, so coming back from Boston, I connected with a friend, Hassan Abushan, and told Hassan, like, I want to bring back what I used to do in Tel Aviv University. He said, Rabia, I'm just starting doing something in my basement. So I connected with Hassan and uh, we started like this grassroots movement that turned out to Hassoub later on with some another, another amazing guys who we used to work in uh, Google and Apple and all these high tech companies. So everyone just came. So 2014 was like weekly basis. We met on weekly basis on Hassan's place. Uh, and then uh, 2015, we went out and we registered the company and uh, sorry, a nonprofit. And we started doing 
events all over the country, like uh, from Arabe. What happened Nas- from uh, from those weekly meetups in the garage? How what what happened in those meetings that led you to want to then sort of register this as a nonprofit or or as a more comprehensive organization that you're actually going to be dedicating a lot of time to? What what was going on there? Okay, so what what was going on is we saw that there's a huge need for this, just this platform. We didn't have like a, a curriculum that we were like giving there or something. It just was the platform. People brought up their laptop, their laptop. One, one table just did like, uh, wanted to learn how to develop on Android. Another table did like iOS, web, uh, design. So it was, and every time we started to host like someone to give a lecture, about uh, a, a, a specific topic. So it was a community that started to evolve and people, people could do the same thing just sitting home, but they want a place where people sharing the same passion to same things, sitting together. It helps them keeping this because one of the, like, if you go to Arab cities and Arab villages, you don't have these meetups on a weekly basis or something that you can go in the evening and have like a lecture or something. There, a huge, huge gap and lack of these things. So having this thing on a weekly basis just gather people. So we had people from high school and people like engineers, senior engineers coming, sitting in the same room. And all the people felt that they are belong to this place and they want to share and they want to be more productive. So this was the motto, how to be more productive in, mm. the, te- in the technological world and not only as a consumers. So more and more and more people feel that they want to be part of this. Uh, and I'm telling you, it was Saturdays. People, like some people, their parents drove them all the way to spend the day there. Wow. So when we saw all this huge need for such a platform, we went a year after and we registered as a nonprofit. But also like we did it, like there, was, there wasn't a huge strategy. So we were only also like, all our, our students are busy with our different like work that we did uh, in parallel. And uh, we keep doing things. We keep doing a lot of things. And then uh, we started doing all these meetups in universities, in Arab cities and villages, uh, participating in different conferences with as a community in hackathons. So uh, we keep doing all this in volunteering work. For four years, like from 2014 to 2017, there was a moment in 2017 that we said, okay, enough. Like it, it can't be, it can't, it can't be like going bigger and bigger without anyone taking a responsibility and taking the lead, like to unmove and, and handle all this responsibility because it became a huge responsibility. Interesting. So, how, so how, by the way, just, just for focusing on this responsibility aspect, well, how do you, how do you articulate that responsibility? What was your responsibility organizing this thing? The responsibility was that people felt like that they want to learn more. They want, come to us, come to our city, come to our village. We want like every time that we organize something, it was a full house. And when you organize again and again things, and there's always a full house, you understand that there's something here. And and when we, when we said, like, I remember this meeting with the team, with the core team of volunteers that came in, uh, in late 2017, and we said, guys, we cannot run all these activities on a volunteering base because it deserves, like, I remember myself working like eight, nine hours in my job, 
and another eight, nine hours in Hatub. Like it was crazy years that you're like, you're doing both as a full-time job. And then we arrived to a point that said, okay, it, either we keep it very small and uh, like to do like two to three events a year, very small uh, awareness based, like let's do awareness. Let's do like some uh, lecture here, lecture there, maybe a one conference a year and that's it. Or we really take it uh, seriously and someone will jump and uh, do the work as it should be and start building an organization here. Mm-hmm. And I remember me taking taking the lead, uh, when uh, going to the States, right, uh, doing, start like establishing all the foundations for an organization, board of directors, uh, strategy, doing fundraising, all the other things that... Uh, most of the people who are hearing us like and leading something know about. So uh, today, fast forward 2022, we are six people in the organization and growing. Uh, went from like zero budget to uh, managing like few millions in budget every wow. year in activities and uh, in like also activities that ranging from raising awareness to giving skills to expanding network. Because in many cases, the Arab community was, the Arab society was, isolated like i i don't know if you had like arab colleague going to university with you and you see them like usually arab students go to go to university they was they will keep like closed and with their friends so going out of university they will still have the same friends they didn't have the network so we are working a lot on networking because by the end of the day it's the people that you know like two people went to the same university had the same classes some will have a lot of opportunities after, some will have none because this one has a huge network. The other one has no network. Uh, so it's the network, it's the exposure, it, uh, the things that you do in parallel and how you develop your, yourself, what things you learn, what things you learn, what uh, still, uh, soft skills you develop during all of this time. So how, how you develop your entrepreneurial mindset. So we're working a lot with students and with engineers how they are developing their uh, entrepreneurial mindset, even though they, not everyone will end up being an entrepreneur. But we believe that as a student and as a uh, professional, if you develop an entrepreneurial mindset, you will be a different, you will be a different person. You will be a different employee. You will approach things differently. Relevant for everybody, right? Yeah, it's, it's relevant for everybody. And today, so today the scope of Hasub is even much bigger. So we are focusing in three main areas. The first area is, as I mentioned, fulfilling the potential of the Arab uh, entrepreneurship talent into high tech and entrepreneurship. Uh, so we were working with students, engineers, entrepreneurs. Uh, also, uh, the whole thing with infrastructure. So we are having uh, our first flagship project in this place. We took an old building in Arara, a very, very historical old building. It was ab- abandoned in the last 20 years. We approached the municipality, we took the building, and we had a, a huge renovation for this building to turn wow. it into the first innovation center uh, uh, for the Arab society in an Arab city in Arara. So it's going to be ready in uh, very soon. We are having the wow. the official grand opening in uh, uh, September 16th with our uh, first annual conference. Uh, listeners, you are invited. Uh, and also the third thing that we do is we train Arab business people and high tech executives and professional to become an angel investors. 
So we had already two cohorts of the Arab Angels Club. We trained 40 people to become an Arab, to become an angel investors. So far, our alumni invested around $1 million, like in checks like that range between $20,000 to $150,000. So if I want to wrap it up today, Hasub is an ecosystem builder uh, that works with talent, with uh, with with the uh, angels and like uh, funders and also building the needed infrastructure and we don't believe that we should stay separate uh, isolated so we are connecting all of this to the local ecosystem and to the global ecosystem so we are working closely with a lot of VCs and entrepreneurs and all the multinational companies uh, that based in Tel Aviv and Haifa and everywhere so yeah Unbelievable, and uh, and I think that uh, you know, twenty minutes is not nearly enough time to to try and cover half of half of what you're doing. But <laughs> but but you can just tell that this is your life, that this is sort of a mission that you're on, that uh, that you need this to happen. Coming from your own background, your own sort of dis- and and I could hear when you were talking about the discovery of entrepreneurship and what that does to a person. I, I hear going back to sort of your own discovery of entrepreneurship, Yazamut in Tel Aviv University. And how that how that experience that you that you happen to to learn and you happen to experience it now you're providing that opportunity to many many others but not just stopping there you're you're bridging together the gap between their own entrepreneurial experience and the way that the outside world experiences that endeavor and and collaborates with it and and gets inside of it so. Hey, Rabia, again, amazing work. Very, very inspiring for myself. And, and I hope that others listening here uh, had have some inspiration as well. And I really appreciate your time, your effort, and your energy to this ecosystem. And, uh, and I can't wait to host you again and, and tell more of your story. So thank you very, very much, Rabia. Thank you. Thank you so much, Michael. Thank you again for having me today. And uh, happy, happy to be here with you. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you, Rabia. Thank you. Thank you.